Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Veg Grower Podcast. My name is Richard and I am on a mission to grow my fruit, vegetables and herbs in my allotment and my garden. Now December is a funny month. It always seems very dark and dreary and cold and wet. And I think we are often very, very busy with other things that deprive us from being in the garden or allotment and this week i have been thinking about what are we going to be doing in 2024 in the allotment and the garden but first let's head on down to the allotment to find out what we've been doing this week well you join me down on the allotment today and it is a very very cold day today it is reading about two degrees c we were threatened snow this week which hasn't hit us here on the south coast but i'm sure in other parts of the country over this week there has been plenty of snow now because it was so cold when i got up this morning i wanted to come down to the allotment i have to come down to the allotment and tackle a few tasks but because it was cold i was a bit unsure whether it was going to be worthwhile now cold weather doesn't bother me so much it's the wet weather that I don't like because it's horrible I feel getting wet while outside getting cold I can always do something about and that's what I did this morning when I got dressed I made a point of wearing several layers so of course I started off with the base layer which are like my thermal underwear long johns that's not an image I know you want to have in your head but since I've hit my 40s I've discovered why long johns are so revered they really do make a difference at keeping you warm uh, but yeah, I've got those on, and then I've got another layer of like my t-shirt, and then I've got my normal tracky bottoms and a jumper, then I've got a big fluffy coat on outside that, plus my flat cap and gloves, as well as my lean boots, my welly boots that are ultra lightweight, some of my favourite welly boots. I'm hoping to get these, this company on the uh, podcast soon again. Now, wrapped up warm, nice and easy. So what have we done down here on the allotment today? Well, the first thing that I wanted to do was just get a bit more of this wood chip and spread that underneath my gooseberry bushes. Now, the wood chip is a a good point because I had a question based off the episode we did a couple of weeks ago talking about wood chip. And the question was, this person always has a lot of wood chip and not always enough green material is wondering if we can store the wood chip for when we have more green material and absolutely you can do that in fact that's what many people do if you are in a position that you are producing a lot of wood chip just have a empty compost bin that you fill up with wood chip and you remove it from that as and when needed in fact that might be something i set up down here while we've got all this wood chip delivered down on the allotment So, yeah, I've just used more of that wood chip underneath my gooseberry bushes. They are starting now to really lose their leaves. So soon we're going to be able to start pruning those back. And I'd be pleased to get that done in many ways. Now, after that, one of the other tasks that I have been planning for the winter is to move my sheds in the very, very bottom of the allotment. And I've been waiting for everything to go dormant, but one of the things I needed to do was level out the ground. Now, normally, 
when it comes to garden beds and they are frozen we don't really want to go digging around and disturbing the soil structure but because this is just going to be where the base of our sheds are going to be standing we're not going to be growing anything in these so what I've done is I've used my pickaxe and just chopped up the ground to really smash it up and make sure that we can then level it and with the area leveled what we're going to do is place down some black weed suppressing membrane weighted down with some bricks and then we can move our shed on top of that and it should make a fairly nice decent area be glad when this is done because it's one of those winter projects that i've wanted to do and just need to get it done and december is a bit of a tricky month i find it, it's cold it's wet and there's a lot more things we need to be getting on and done but as i've always said it's winter we need to make the most of winter January, of course, is another month that we can be doing these sort of things. Right, well, I am done here for today. So meet me back in the potting shed and I'll share with you what's been going on in the supporters club this week. Well, I'm back in the potting shed and I just want to say if you are enjoying this podcast and please do rate and review on your podcast provider. Now, rating and reviewing takes you 30 seconds, but it goes a long way in helping us get found by other people who might be interested in growing their own food. And it really does help me out quite a bit. I really do emphasize that it really does help me out massively just getting a rating and reviewing iTunes is pretty good for this, as are many of the other podcast providers such as Spotify, Amazon Music, etc, etc. So if you could do that, I would be really, really grateful. If you really want to support this podcast, then please do consider becoming a member of our Supporters Club. Now, our Supporters Club is a club that I've set up in order to keep this podcast running. I charge £5 a month, and for that £5 a month, you get extra behind-the-scenes podcasts sent to your email. Added to that, you also get a collection of seeds sent to your door every month, and these seeds can be sown. And I've just sent out december's seeds and in december we're sending out basil sweet pepper aubergine alfalfa mustard and onions as well as a new newsletter well we send a newsletter every month but we've just tweaked around with the design a little bit more now if that is something that you would be interested in joining then please do head to the vegrowpodcast.co.uk to find out more and sign up While I'm in the podding shed, it's nice and warm in here and I've got a nice hot cup of coffee. But while I was down the allotment earlier, I took a rough sketch of the allotment and I have figured it's time now to draw up my plans for 2024. Now in the past, I have used some online planners or planners on the computer such as VegPlotter, which is one I highly, highly recommend. But... I find for speed and I'm not very good with computers, uh, pen and paper works well for me. So that's why I've drawn a very rough sketch. Now let's start at the very top of the allotment, the new half as I like to call it. Now down the side we have two small beds and in these beds we had a couple of tomato plants in one of these beds this year and then we had shallots in the other bed as well 
Now, in 2024, this is in the pea and bean area. So I'm thinking these two beds are going to be good for growing runner beans. I've done quite well with runner beans this year. I don't personally like runner beans, but my wife does. So we grow them for her. But I think runner beans will look good in there plus they add that bit of height and and structure the only danger might be is if the structures get blown over and fall onto the road so any structures i've made have got to be very very strong indeed the next of these we have the three large beds these were the beds made from corrugated iron and as i said earlier these are in the pea and bean area for 2024 in 2023 these were used for garlic and onions and then we did plot in some extra squash plants in one of the beds as well well so in one of the beds we have planted out some broad beans and they're going to be in there until middle of next year at which point they will come out and french beans will go in after those now the middle bed will be used for some of our other beans such as bellotti or cannellini beans i'm particularly going to try dried beans again i did well with dried beans and i want to stick with that and in the top one of these beds is the hugel culture bed and that's something i will talk about a bit more next week but our hugel culture bed will be for our peas and maybe some more french beans if space allow it particularly the dwarf french beans now next to those beds is our onion and garlic beds and one bed of those is currently planted up with our overwintered onions and another bit of those is currently planted up with garlic and that one bed that hasn't been planted up has still got our sprouts in it but once those sprouts come out that will be for our spring planted onions we're going to try and do both again in 2024 now next to these we actually have two more beds these beds are fairly new and only came into use this year we did try growing some squash plants in some of these. They weren't too successful for various reasons. Now, one of those beds currently has Swiss chard in it, but those Swiss chard were just plant in because I wanted to use up some of those plants. But again, these are in the garlic and onion bed. But I, what I might actually use this area for is for things like tomatoes and squash, an odd area where I can just throw in things that we have odd plants for. There might be a smaller bed also being built in this area too, where we grew the shark's fin melon, for example. But I haven't quite worked out the details on that to work out the sizes. So that might happen. It might not. Now let's move down to the bottom half now and where we had the potatoes growing this year. There was four beds in total for potatoes this year. We had one bed for earlies, second earlies and then two for main crops now the early potatoes when the early potatoes came out we planted out leeks in so they were growing there over winter and in the second earlies we planted in some kale as well as a few cabbages and things as well the other two the main crop beds have got green manures growing in those but in 2024 those four beds are going to be our brassica beds so kale cabbages sprouts cauliflower etc as these become more and more empty we add a bit of lime and we just plant out more of these plants like i say because 
there's only really leeks and kale growing in these. They should be okay right throughout this winter. So come next year, they will be full of all these plants. Now we do have two thin beds next to these which run alongside the greenhouse and these were where I grew pumpkins in particularly Charles and Camilla are our test pumpkins if you like. These two beds I'm thinking I'm going to grow some carrots and parsnips in these but these aren't generally easy to do down on my allotment because it is so weedy and the weeds particularly the cooch grass tends to swamp out any seeds that we sow in that area so i'm thinking i might give it a try but if the carrots or the parsnips don't work down on the allotment in these beds then we may have to plant something else in there instead but i'm hoping at least one year just to try and be a bit successful in this area might be next year we'll find out won't we but carrots and parsnips would be great to grow on the allotment now we have three final beds and these were for peas and beans this year but in 2024 those are going to be our potato beds so sticking with what i did this year one bed will be for first earlies one bed will be for second earlies and the third bed for main crops but what I'm seeing now I've planned this all out is that I may need either another bed for another load of main crops or maybe we're going to have to grow more potatoes in buckets. I think buckets are probably going to be the thing we're going to have to use for 2024. But this is why we make up plans and think ahead so that we can see what we can do and what we need to think about. So I'm glad I've drawn this out. I may have to order in some more buckets. Right, well... This coffee has gone down well, but I'm also getting a bit hungry. So let's go see what Chef Scott has got for us this week. And I'll meet you back out in my garden shed to talk about what we're doing here at home. Hi, it's Scott here. And my God, we're in December already. For me, this year has just flown by. But now we are in December. I think we are safe to start talking about Christmas. And more importantly thinking about what we're going to do with the lovely things we've grown for our Christmas dinner. So over the next three weeks and the run up to Christmas, I thought I'd share some of my favourite dishes to serve on the day, along with some tips and tricks to help it all go smoothly. Starting with smoked bacon and chestnut butter for sprouts. This can be made days or even weeks in advance and put in the freezer ready for use so let's head to the kitchen and see how it's made for this recipe you will need 200 grams of cooked chestnuts chopped into small pieces you can buy cooked chestnuts in most supermarkets 100 grams of diced white onion 200 grams of smoked streaky bacon cut into lardons 10 grams of chopped fresh thyme and 375 grams of butter at room temperature. And so, to the method. In a saucepan, with a splash of oil, start by frying the bacon on a medium heat until crispy. Once the bacon is crispy, remove it from the pan and set aside and cool. Now in the same pan, add the onions and thyme and cook until soft and light golden brown. Now in a mixing bowl, Add the cooled bacon, onions and thyme, along with the butter and chestnuts. 
season with salt and pepper and mix together. Now take some baking paper and place the butter mixture in the middle to form a sausage and using the baking paper roll it into something that resembles a buttery Christmas cracker. At this point you can store it in the fridge for a few days or put it in the freezer ready for use. When you're ready to use it you could roast the sprouts in the butter or you could boil the sprouts and melt the butter over them. I do hope you give this recipe a try this Christmas. Well I've came out to this shed and I've done a sketch of all my garden beds here at home and the reason I've done this is that there's not much I can really do outside at the moment it's just too cold I can't even cut the grass so I want to keep up with my gardening as you know so I just figured I'm going to start drawing out my plans for next year so what I've done is I've just taken a sketch of all my garden beds not the best sketch in the world I'll be honest with you I sometimes get annoyed with myself for not doing things as perfect as I want to do it but at the end of the day this is just a sketch up plan for me to follow next year. Now we're going to start at the very top of our garden and work our way down. So the veggie pods they are going to continue of course. The large one is going to be for roots and things like celery and other small vegetables like that all of which have done really really well inside this large veggie pod and in fact celery has been exceptional in there. I think because it is so moist it has done really really well i do plan on moving the veggie pods however that's something i'm not looking forward to doing but it's something that i'm going to try and do over the next couple of months on that note i do have an old chicken run a chicken coop it does need a bit of tlc but if anybody wants it i've said this before if anybody wants a chicken run get in touch if you can come to little hampton and collect it it is yours uh, so yeah, the veggie pods, large one is going to be roots and small veg. The medium one is going to continue to be our salad leaf veg. So lettuce, cut and come again, salad leaf, things like that are going to continue to grow. I've used that for that for since I got the veggie pods so many years now. And I find it to be a great way of growing cut and come again salad leaves. We get plenty of salads out of this all year round. And then the small veggie pod is of course going to be our for herbs, things like parsley, coriander, chives, which are actually still in there at the moment and still providing, still growing well. So plenty of things that we can use that on. Now as we move into the main veg garden, I'm not going to go through all the tiny little details. I'm going to break this down. We have the four large beds. We've had those for a few years now. I think last year we did build bed one as such thinking about it and that was used for peas and beans now when i built that bed i had to use some thinner wood but i'm hoping probably january i reckon we're going to get some new wood and actually build that like all the others but that was used for peas and beans this year but in the last few months we have obviously planted out our garlic and onions into this bed and that means that this bed is going to continue being used for roots throughout 2024. Now obviously garlic and onions are of course versions of those roots but we're going to look at getting carrots in there, parsnips, beetroot to name a few. We've actually got some Swiss chard in there as well but they will come out as and when required. Now 
bed two, which is one of the older beds. It's across from bed one. We used that for brassicas this year. And that's done very, very well. Plenty of cabbages, plenty of Brussels sprouts, plenty of cauliflowers. So that was a very much a success. But what we're going to be doing with that in 2024 is that's going to be our pea and bean bed. So plenty of peas I want to grow again in 2024. And I'm going to make a real big effort for growing those at home. But also a few more French beans at home. Not so much runner beans or bellotti beans because they're going to be down on the allotment. I might do a few bellotti beans here at home just because bellotti were so successful on the allotment. Now bed three, that was our squash bed this year. We had cucumbers we had courgettes and pumpkins all growing in that and again very very successful particularly with cucumbers we have plenty of cucumbers and that's something again i want to replicate in 2024 i think we had in total four cucumber plants of different varieties and that provided us with plenty of cucumbers so in 2024 that bed itself is going to be nebraska bed so we're going to continue with cabbages cauliflowers brussels sprouts purple sprouting broccoli all those sort of vegetables that are going to be growing in that bed and should hopefully do quite well in preparation for that that bed is currently empty so we're going to have to lay down some lime on there uh, make sure there's plenty of well-rotted compost added to that bed which there is at the moment and that bed should be ready for growing in now the final large bed was bed four and that is our roots bed or it was in 2023 I should say we've still got parsnips and carrots and leeks in that bed but they will come out soon luckily we ain't got to worry too much because next year that's going to be for squash so pumpkins and courgettes and cucumbers again uh, again very successful with that in 2023 and I'm just sticking those four as the four bed rotation plan for that now, as we move further down, we, of course, have our raspberry beds. But beyond that, we have built one new bed out of some offcuts of wood. And that set us up for the rest of the beds that we're going to be building. And that's going to give us a total of eight small beds. Now, I'm not so much having a plan for these. These are going to be a bit of a mix and match. So we might, at a moment in the bed we've already built, we've got Swiss chard grown in one. We might have tomatoes in another bed, cucumbers in another bed, uh, cabbages or something in another bed. That's all to be worked out and finalised down. Because these are new beds, these beds, I haven't quite worked out what we're going to do with them until it finally happens. But on the whole that should be a bit of a mix and match and that way we can work out what we want to grow in those and so on then we have three medium-sized beds they're sort of longer and these three beds run the length of the garden now one of these is already built i've got to throw a load of compost in there but the three of these beds are going to be asparagus in one rhubarb in another that i've grown from seed and in dahlias in another now dahlias may not be necessarily associated with vegetable gardening but they are actually edible and it's something i've always struggled with so i want to get those growing in 2024 i think they would be a great addition as well as add a bit of color to the garden as well now one thing we did in 2023 was straw bale gardening and 
I'll be talking about that next week in a bit more detail. But what I want to do is actually, I've got a bit of space down the side of our garden, the alongside the fence and it's a bit of an annoying space because I can't really get anything growing in there it gets very weedy so what I'm planning to do is put a few straw bales down there and try to do straw bale gardening once again now it may be a bit more successful I've got a better idea of where we may have gone wrong I'll get into that next week like I said but it's also just going to help me try and keep that area a little bit tidier as well as maintain the productivity for that garden too. Now the chickens we have growing in our herb garden area but I've got to admit I've not been happy with the herb garden area the herbs themselves have really flourished they've grown really really big but they've almost grown too big that they take over the path and i've also felt that the chickens where they are located at the moment their rear side is right up against our fence to our neighbors and i feel they need to come away from that fence a little bit just to give them a bit more space and also give me the chance to get down there and clear out weeds and things so i'm going to dig up all the herbs that are planted in the beds and move the chickens over and then i am going to look at moving the herb garden somewhere else or trying something else for the herb garden. I'm not quite sure where we're going to put it just yet. We may go back to growing herbs in pots. I'm not 100% sure just yet. But it's it's the idea at the moment is just to move the chickens over. So I can get behind them a little bit better. I'm not, I've got to admit the herb garden itself has been very very successful. So I'm a little bit reluctant to do this. But ultimately it's not been great practically the path gets covered in herbs and and so on so from that aspect something needs to change now out in the front garden the front garden has been so successful this year these are just plants in pots all edible plants of course and all i want to do out in the front garden is just dig up some more of these roots that are in the ground that need to go the weeds and the privet bushes and things like that that we've tried our best to get rid of and they keep coming back especially bamboo for some reason i don't know where the bamboo has came from but it started growing in our front garden so what i want to do with that is again just pot those plants into bigger and bigger pots in order to encourage them to grow uh, mostly fruit trees and bushes if i'm honest with you out the front there but it's been so successful the front garden that i really do want to carry that on so that is my garden plans for 2024 please do share with me your garden plans for 2024 as well and it's time to head back to the potting shed well, we are rapidly approaching the end of 2023, so making all our plans for 2024 is just going to pay off. I personally, I'm looking forward to another great year. 2023 has been really good and 2024 can only get better. But if you've got your plans for 2024 drawn out, then please do share them with us in our Facebook group, via social media, email or anything like that. And of course, it's always good to hear from you anyway. So if you do want to get in touch, then please do feel free to get in touch. My email address is richard at the uk 
or you can find me on social media alternatively you can head to the vegetablepodcast.co.uk you can leave a comment on the bottom of a blog post or you can leave a voicemail now if you have enjoyed this podcast then please do rate and review on your podcast provider or consider becoming a member of our supporters club details on that at thevegetablepodcast.co.uk and i would really appreciate anybody that does help support this podcast it really does help me out and of course don't forget to follow us on social media well that brings us to the end of this week's podcast we will be back again next time so until then please take care <laughs>